Well, good morning, and I am glad to be with you as we begin the year together. Uh, we are starting a new year uh, today, and as a church, we are, are desiring to start the year with a week of prayer. And so at midnight this morning, uh, I had the privilege of taking the first shift and praying our church into the new year. And we are trying to fill every half an hour between uh, now and the end of this week with prayer. And we're trying to do that for uh, a couple of reasons. One, we recognize that anything that we try to do apart from the will of God is going to be futile. Anything that we attempt to do, anything that we try to do in ministry, in life, in anything else, apart from the will of God, is futile. And so we want to be in prayer and saying, God, we want you to go with us. But more than that, we recognize that the thing that God most deeply desires is for us to be in relationship with Him. And if we are to be in relationship with Him, we are going to need to do that through prayer. If you've been here the last couple of weeks or uh, missed and listened online, you, you heard us talk about in the Old Testament, God's uh, creating of people in His image so that they might be with Him and how sin separated them from Him and broke that relationship and made things, uh, we'll say, at least awkward. And then last week we talked about how in remedy for that, Jesus was sent. God Himself came in the flesh to reconcile people with God so that they may be able to uh, be reconciled and have relationship with God, both now and forevermore in His presence. And I'm not going to rehash all of that because I spent two sermons talking about that, so I'm just going to uh, presuppose that we're all on the same page, that that is what God desires for us is that we would be in relationship with Him. He wants that so much. He loves us so much. He wants for us to be in relationship with Him so much that He sent His Son to die on the cross for our sin so that we might do that. And so this morning, what we want to talk about is, okay, then how do we do that? What does that look like? Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel unequal to the task of prayer. In fact, it feels a little bit awkward for me to stand up this morning and to preach on prayer as if I knew how to do it well. And for that reason, we're starting with this text in Romans chapter 8. So if you would turn with me to Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? 
Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, and more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Sometimes we don't know how to pray. Sometimes not knowing how to pray or feeling like we're not very good at praying is the thing that holds us back from praying, right? I I hope that this is not the first that you are hearing about our week of prayer. I hope that you have heard it several times, either from the announcements or from newsletters or from Facebook or from some other, from your life group, that, that you have been hearing about this week of prayer and that you have already signed up to pray for at least a half an hour this week with the church and committed during this half hour, I'm going to pray. And, and if you haven't, I, I'm hoping that the reason that you didn't sign up is because um, it, I hope that it is not that you went, I just don't feel very good at praying. I just don't feel very good at praying. Because do you know that that doesn't matter? It really, truly doesn't matter. Because even when we don't pray like we should, the Spirit of God helps us in that. It says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. There you go. If you felt like you were weird because you didn't know how to pray, what Paul is saying here is, do you know what? None of us know how to pray. None of us prays the way that we should pray. We just don't. It is in our nature, it is in our flesh to pray in ways that, that uh, is not the way that God wants for us to pray. So rather than saying, okay, because I'm terrible at prayer, because I don't know how to do it, therefore I just won't. And that's the wrong response. Because what God wants for, from us is for us to pray. He wants you to pray. He knows that you're terrible at it. You know, I want my kids to talk to me. I want them to talk with me. Sometimes I don't like what they're saying, and I want them to stop, right? But I don't want them to stop talking to me. And my wife and I have talked about this with regard to our kids before, that sometimes you have to listen to the things that you don't want to listen to because then they talk with you and they will continue to talk with you about the things that you want them to talk with you about. Right? And so they're going on and on about this story, about this thing that didn't actually even happen. And I've got plenty of things to do. But here's this really long story that they are very interested in, and they're just talking in my ear, and I'm going, uh-huh, 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 how long is this going to go on? And in my more, uh, more gracious moments, I actually do care, and I actually do want to hear them, and there are times when I have to go, I'm not that great of a father, but... I love that they're talking with me. I love that they're talking with me, even if I don't care about the thing that they're talking about. Or even if they're completely wrong. Sometimes they come to me and they're explaining something to me. 
Hmm? That's not how that works. <laughs> yep. I, I can see you are very convicted and convinced that that's, how, that's not how it works. But I love that they're talking to me. And I want them to talk with me. And I want them to process stuff with me. And I want to be able to help them to see the things that they don't have right. And have you ever seen it happen where a, a kid is talking and... Um, this will happen to me sometimes even here at church. A, a, a smaller child will come to me and they will say something and I'll go, huh? And it's this words, definite words. I do not understand them. And the parent or an older sibling will say, what they said was... Because the parent and the older sibling are around often enough that they know that even those, those words didn't come out really clearly in English as I was expecting them to, they were speaking, they were trying to communicate something, and they understood what was trying to be communicated, and so they said, what they're saying is, and then I know. And here's what, here's what this is saying here. This is saying, we are like having that parent or like having that older sibling helping to explain what it is we mean, we have the Holy Spirit through whom we are praying to God the Father who is advocating for us and who is interpreting what we're saying. So that when we go to God in prayer and we get all the words wrong and they all come out funny, the Holy Spirit who searches our hearts and knows us is interceding on our behalf. It says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And so there are times when I'm going to, to God and I have all kinds of selfish motives that I'm going, God, I really need you to do this and I want you to do that and I, can you make this other thing happen? And the Holy Spirit is there with me going, what he means is, what Travis means is, and he just takes all of it and reinterprets it according to both my desires and the will of God. It is the role of the Holy Spirit to do that so that when we go to the Lord, we can have great confidence in going to Him and praying and recognizing that even if all the words come out wrong and we pray very badly, the Holy Spirit is there to help us to communicate the things that both we greatly desire and are in line with the will of God. Isn't that wonderful? That God loves us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for our sin so that we might be reconciled with him. And then did not leave us alone to try and figure out that relationship, but gave us the Holy Spirit to advocate and intercede on our behalf so that we're not stuck praying alone, but we have the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And the more time we spend in prayer, the more time, the, the more and more our words align with the will of God. 
the better the prayers get as the Holy Spirit is working in us and helping us to get along. Just like when those kids are talking and the English doesn't come out really clearly, but as they grow, it gets clearer and clearer and clearer. As the Holy Spirit is at work with us, the same thing happens in us. The words get clearer and clearer. So that when you're with somebody who's been praying for a very long time, you just think, oh, man, I wish I could pray like that. Wow, I wish I could pray like that. And you can't. All it takes is years and years of practice in prayer. But if we don't start now, if we aren't making a habit of going to the Lord in prayer, then we won't get to that place. And this should be our greatest and deepest desire. This is the thing that we're going to spend all of eternity doing, is having this relationship with God and being in communion and communication with Him. And so we should take every opportunity now to be practicing and to be beginning that relationship so that when we get there, we're already uh, fluent in conversation with Him. We're already ready to have those conversations rather than starting all at the beginning. There are some times that the words just don't come out clearly and they need to be understood. There are other times when it's really, we're just praying wrong. We're praying for the wrong thing because in our minds, this is the thing that this is probably what God wants for us and this is definitely what we want for ourselves. And God says, no, this is the thing that you need over here. This is it over here instead. And I, I, I see that. So when I was younger, I uh, confused apple butter and honey butter. I had had both of them one time. <laughs> I had had both of them one time. And uh, I, I just got them confused. And so every time we would, it would come up in my family and somebody would say something about uh, apple butter, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love apple butter. And then, you know, you love honey butter. You love honey butter. You like apple butter okay, but you love honey butter. That's the thing that, oh, yeah, 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 that's the thing that I love. And so sometimes the kids do that, right? I, I really want uh, apple butter on my bread. Okay, there you go. What? No, apple butter. And then the older sibling, he means honey butter. He means honey butter. The, the Holy Spirit is doing that for us. He's, he's clarifying. They'll, no, he thinks that's what he wants but that's not what he wants. He's saying that's what he wants, but that's not what he wants. He's interpreting for us. Because God loves us so much, that this is what he wants for us. Look, this is, the, this is the lead in to that very famous passage that we're all familiar with. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Do you recognize that that comes in the context of prayer? That when you're asking, and you're asking for the wrong things, and you're going, God, can you make this easier, please? Can you make this feel better, please? Can you make this not so bad, please? And the Holy Spirit is going, what he actually means is, would you refine his character? What he actually means is, would you help him to be more patient? What he means is, uh, would you help him to see that you are sufficient in all things? That's what he actually means. So that even when we're not praying for the things as we ought to, 
The Holy Spirit is interpreting on our behalf so that all things will work together for our good. It's not left up to us. It's not left up to us either in the way that we act and the things that we do, nor in the way that we pray. It's not as if God's going, well, say the magic words, and if you don't, you won't get it. Oh, I have this really great will for you. I have such a great plan for you. If only you would pray correctly so I could do it. No, you didn't say please. You can't have it now. No. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, he doesn't leave anything to chance. Nothing. Those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Hey, God, could you make this more easy so I could remain lazy? No, my son wasn't lazy. I'm going to make you into the image of my son. Hey, God, could you make this easier? Because I'm not really a fan of being patient and waiting around for it to happen. Uh, God, could you change them? Because I am so tired of being patient and kind with them. No, that's not how my son is, and I'm going to mold you into the image of my son. I have predestined you to be conformed to the image of my son, Jesus, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And then those whom he predestined, he called. I have chosen you, now I am calling you. Once I have called you, then I have justified you. Once I have justified you, I will glorify you. There is no chance left that this will not go the way that God has in mind. And just in case we might mess it up by praying wrong, he says, nope, I have given you my Holy Spirit so that you can't even mess up that part. Because he knows the deepest desires of your heart and he knows the will of God and he will harmonize those things until you have grown to be conformed to the image of Jesus. There is a a great quote that we uh, have used in our house from time to time by uh, Dinah Maria Craig. A friend is one to whom one may pour out the contents of one's heart, the chaff and the grain together, knowing that gentle hands will take it, sift it, keep what is worth keeping, and with a breath of kindness blow the rest away. And when you go in prayer to God, that is exactly what he does. He takes the whole thing and goes, I know what you mean. You mean this, and you mean this. And all the stuff that's left over, it's like you didn't even say those things. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who then shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, and more than that, who was raised 
who is at the right hand of God, who, is intercede, who indeed is interceding for us. I can see a couple of reasons that one might not go to, in prayer to God. One is that we have been talking about is that we may feel like we're not good at it, and I hope that I have sufficiently convinced you that that should not be a reason to keep us from praying. Because the Holy Spirit is our advocate who helps us to pray better than we know how. And even in our weakness as we are not able to pray, He intercedes on our behalf. The other reason that I think we might not go to the Lord in prayer is because uh, we don't feel like we are worthy of going to the Lord in prayer. I don't deserve to go to the Lord in prayer. I, I don't think that He would listen to me. I don't think He would want me to come. But Christ Jesus is the one who died. He loved you so much that he sent his son to become a man. And God incarnate then died on the cross for your sin so that you could have relationship with him. There is nothing that will keep you from being with him. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Because Jesus has already taken care of all of the things that might have separated you from God. Your sin is the thing that would separate you relationally from God, and Jesus has taken care of all of it. It's gone. And so now, he's having risen from the dead, is sitting at the right hand of God the, God the Father on high, and is whispering in his ear, interceding on our behalf. Have you ever had somebody say, oh, hey, you should go and see such and such and tell them that I sent you. And tell them that I sent you. Why do they say that? That way, when you go, the person that you're going to see knows the relationship between you. And therefore, they will treat you in accordance with the relationship that they have. Oh, I'm not going to treat you like a random stranger. I'm going to treat you like family because my brother has sent you to me. I'm going to treat you the way that I would treat my brother. And there's Jesus. Father, that is my brother. Father, that is my sister. Listen to them. Hear what they have to say. Even if you wouldn't listen on their own account, listen on my account. Hear what they have to say. And Jesus is sending you to go speak to the Father in heaven and saying, tell him that I sent you. Tell him that I sent you. And so this is what we have been created for. It, we have been created for this relationship with God. And this is the relationship that we will have for all of eternity, beginning now. Some people are, are waiting until they die to uh, begin having this great relationship with God, but we can begin right now. And it will feel awkward at times in the way that we pray, because we don't pray as the, in the way that we ought to pray. But that's okay, we're going to do it anyway. And so what I would like to do is this. Because he says we don't know how to pray as we ought, I want to go to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6. 
How ought we to pray? How ought we to pray? How should we begin in prayer? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so here's what I want to do. I just want to take a few minutes in this service to go to prayer. You may whisper quietly uh, in your seat. You may pray in your mind. You may write down uh, your prayers. These are all great ways to pray. But we're just going to pray, and I'm just going to give you some prompts as we begin. And so if you would, close your eyes, unless you're going to be writing, then you can keep them open. But Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Would you just acknowledge who it is that we're praying to? That this is our heavenly Father? And ask that his name be glorified. And then, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are asking that God's will as it is done in heaven would be done in the same way in our lives and in this earth. So you can use these same words or you can use your own words to uh, ask the Lord that his will would be done in your life and in this earth. Give us this day our daily bread. There are things that we need for today. There are things that we need each day. And so if there are things that are lacking for you, would you ask the Lord for them now?
and forgive us our debts or sins as we have forgiven our debtors or those who have sinned against us. And so first, would you uh, think if there is anyone uh, who has wronged you that you should forgive? Holy Spirit, I pray that you would bring to mind for those who are here today anyone who has wronged them that they are holding on to a grudge or bitterness and then help us to forgive them now. And then, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would reveal to us any sin that we have in our lives that we should repent of and confess to you. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so let's pray that uh, those things that tempt us, those sins that uh, we know we are uh, prone to fall into, that uh, the Lord would help us to stay away from those temptations and sins. Father, we pray that you would continue to help us in prayer, to remind us that we are your children, that we might follow in all of your ways and be conformed to the image of your Son. And we ask for this in his name. Amen. As we are beginning this year in prayer, as I said, we have half-hour time slots all this week. And I have been uh, watching because the, the uh, upcoming time slot that was still available was 10.30. And so I was watching that and I was going to have us just spend a half an hour in prayer at 10.30, except that somebody snatched it up at about 10.10. And then uh, the next available time slot was at 11 o'clock. And so I was going to say, uh, you're going to need to start praying at 11 o'clock to, to fill that half hour. Uh, but somebody snatched that up about 15 minutes ago. Uh, And so now the next available time slot is at 11.30. Uh, Now, it sounds like 
are any of the time slots filled? Yes, all of the time slots up till now have been filled, and many of them this week are filled, but for some reason these hours during the church services <laughs> did not get filled. So the next one is available at, three, at 11.30, then at 3 o'clock uh, from about 3 to 6, there are some, some time slots, and then later this week. And I would love to have everybody uh, sign up to spend a half an hour in, in prayer uh, this week, if you can find something that fits in your schedule and you can commit, I'm, I'm going to pray. Uh, we have resources. If you sign up, uh, they have links and things that will be texted to you and emailed to you. Uh, we have packets uh, that are back there, physical copies and also digital copies. If you sign up to pray, the digital copy uh, will be sent to you in advance of your prayer time. And I can tell you there are 46 pages of resources and you only have 30 minutes to pray. It is impossible, uh, impossible to run out of things to pray for in 30 minutes when you've got 46 pages of, of resources. You don't even have to use all of the resources. It, the time goes very quickly. I was disappointed I hadn't signed up for an hour, and I had only signed up for a half an hour. If you want to sign up for an hour, and you can find an hour that's available, you're still welcome to do that. But, but we should all be spending time with God in prayer, and the best way to do that is to commit in advance. And so I would recommend that you would go to the website, uh, newlifenw.com slash Sunday is our Sunday hub. Uh, you can always go there and find uh, resources there and announcements and things. Yes? No. No. So in, on, that's a great question, though. On other days of prayer, we have done 24 hours in our prayer room here, and we wanted people physically present. For this week of prayer, uh, we are expecting people will be uh, at home. Um, or I mean, if you want to use a prayer room here, we can arrange for you to do that. But uh, we are expecting most people will be at home or at the office at work or, or something, uh, and you will pray from there. And hopefully the person before you will text you to let you know that they're done praying, and then you can text the next person and let them know that you're done praying and it's their turn now. Uh, so that's, that's the way that it's designed.